Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters, the ESW, Jay, Tempest, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Fabe, Embers, William P, Lady, Claire, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Gardener, Daddy Longlegs, Cassie, Primal Empress, Kay's Clockwork, Baby Girl, Harley Gentleman, Mistress Francesca, Slut Queenie, Alice Dash, Sea Dog, and Butte Pain. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Your kink is not my kink, and that's okay. Well, I think we've established that your kinks are not my kinks, (laughs) right? Well, this idea of it's okay for me to do something different than you do that's part of the foundation. I mean, there's consent and then there's not judging. And that's all part of this lifestyle that we lead. But the problem is, what's that look for? But but judging you is one of my kinks. Okay, but that's different. Like specifically judging you, it's fun. But you I'm, have... Okay, it's not a kink, it's just hilarious. But you have my consent to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. I do. <laughs> Many, many, many years of consent. I, I, I accept this. (laughs) But unfortunately, judgment is really showing up everywhere in the community. And sometimes it's just really, really subtle. Like you listen to sex educators and friends talk about other people's kinks with like, you can hear the tone of judgment and superiority because I don't do those things things are I'm better than them because of what they do. You look at, let's say, poly people mm-hmm. who think poly's the only way to do it and those dumb monogamous people, what what are they doing? They're not enjoying everything there is to do because they're not poly. And then you see the monogamous people going, oh my God, they're just ridiculous. Oh no, it's the monogamous people calling the poly people perverts. Yeah. But have you never heard poly people talk about the boredom of monogamy. Sure. And the fact that monogamous people aren't as enlightened. No, do you know what I my favorite one though is when I hear uh polyamory talking about this is the way they do it in the animal kingdom and we are animals, therefore we need to spread our seed and and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, first of all, penguins. Penguins are monogamous for the entire season. For a season? Okay, yeah, but they're also, <laughs> they have brains the size of peas, so I'm not going to say, but they're all lobsters. I'm pretty sure lobsters, lobsters are monogamous. I, I think lobsters are lifetime monogamous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so lobster. There's a perfect example of just being plain old monogamous, right? In the animal kingdom. So they can't use that excuse. Now I want to break into song Rock Lobster, but that's okay. 
You asked me earlier off of mic about songs. There we go. Now you got a song. Okay, I'll put a song in there. All right, there you Rock go. Rock Lobster. Got it. Right. <laughs> of course, we know Vanilla's Judge Kingsters. Oldie time. All the time. But I've seen Kingsters Judge Vanilla. The same way the the mono- the same way that Polly's judged the the monogamous. It's like, oh, those those vanillas, they're just boring. Who wants to have bore I mean, people call it boring vanilla sex, right? Um, I've been guilty of referring to it as boring vanilla sex. Yeah. On the other hand, I have boring vanilla sex with my husband on a regular basis. And if you ask me whether it's vanilla or not, if it's good, it's not boring, right? Like you can have good vanilla sex. In I fact, mean, I did yesterday twice. I did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was still good. But it's just, you know, to each their own. And right. and it doesn't even it's not even like to each their own personality wise, it's to each their own by the day. By like, the di- like, okay, so like today I had vanilla sex. Tomorrow, tonight, I'm going to be kinking it up. Right. So if you have sex, you'll probably be very kinky sex because you're going to be in that kink mindset. I'm not having any more sex after this night because I'm going to be dead. That is sad. I'm just going to fall asleep, dude. I'm going to be so exhausted. Just Okay. Just fall on top of the dick. I did that this morning, though. <laughs> what, did you have sex in your sleep? No, that's a kink that I don't actually have. Thank you. <laughs> we discussed that in the last that's episode. True. And I am not judging you for that. What, that not having sense. sleep sex? Look, I often joke with with my partners, if you need to have sex at two or three in the morning, that's fine. Just don't wake me up. Do what you need to do. But I need my sleep. See, and that I would I would probably call the cops. That is, I guess, yeah, that's one way of looking because at it. You, no, you gave consent to do it. I'm yeah. not. So I mean, let's be honest. Truth is, I'm, I'm not, if I'm sleeping through it, it's not good sex. And that's sad. <laughs> you if I can honestly, issues. if I can honestly sleep through it, this is not a good sign. Okay. But what if you take like an Ambien? You're I don't sleep through it no matter what. But I don't. Oh, okay. But anyway, you've never woken up with the dick in I- you. Fuck no. Oh. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. No. Absolute 100% red, and I have clearly said that. Okay. You're allowed to to say no. You're allowed to say no. No. Anyway, I'm being podcast (laughs) on. We've gotten off topic again. Yeah. All all the time. So uh, let's talk about the judgment for Polly. I don't know where you were going with that, but you were talking about Polly, and I just, we went off. You're trying to get me. All right. I'll get back on topic. So. Here we go. Our differences can be found across the board. There's the matter of sexual preference, identity, relationship dynamics. There's your thoughts, your feelings, your needs, your wants, your hard limits, your soft limits. The fact that you are not allowed to be woken up in the middle of the night with a dick in you, and I can. This is, we're different. I think if nothing else, if people walk away from listening to our podcast knowing you can be different and it's okay because you and I are different and it's okay. Who says? What? You're, you're different and it's Where? not okay. See, this is my kink. I'm making fun of you for your things. Okay. You're, now you're getting off topic because you are judging me on an episode called your, your kink is not my kink and that's okay. Yeah. That's the irony of it. Bitch. It's you. I'm allowed. Just me. Yeah, it's exactly. I'm not making fun of anybody else. Just you specifically. All right. So nobody write in, send hate mail. She's just judging me. Unless you want to stand up for me and protect me. Ro- okay. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Rara does not need anyone's protection. 
Let's. Ju- we all know this. But one. I'm this teeny tiny little person. I should be protected. You could knock someone out with a tit. What the hell do you mean? You're this teeny tiny little person who needs protection. No, bitch. Just swing away, and I ain't talking about your fists. <laughs> I think my boobs are bigger than my fists. <laughs> well, yes. Your boobs are bigger than your head. Let's see. You can't see this on air. Bob, but <laughs> are you squeezing your tits in my general I'm not. direction? I'm moving it over and I'm just comparing. <laughs> I'm comparing She's my fist. Them at me. I'm comparing my fist to the to my boob, and I think my boob is bigger. Ra ra! Your fists are the size of kittens. What the? F- <laughs> of course, they're smaller than your boobs. Uh, this is what happens when we record early in the morning when we've just starting our coffee and have not finished it. I drove all the way over here still guzzling coffee. I am tired. <laughs> all right. So we use a variety of phrases. To, <laughs> I'll get us back on track here. We use a variety of phrases to remind us about those differences and to, to bear in mind that we need to treat others with respect, not to devalue them or their choices. So, of course, you hear your kink is not my kink. Another one is, don't yuck my yum. What? You don't know about don't yuck my yum? No, that's what, that's funny. And really, because this one is, this one, according to my research, is a millennial phase. I'm not the millennial oh, in this I feel relationship. Like I have known this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're more on social media than I am. So yes. I have well, I'm more like the Zoomers, the Gen Z. That's what yes. they're calling now, Zoomers. The Zoomers? You didn't know that? I mean, Look at it this. makes sense. So far, I've taught you Zoomer. I've taught you don't yuck my yum. I can't wait to see what else I'm going to teach you. I mean, you teach me plenty of Yiddish. D- that's true. Oive. No, that one I knew. You knew. Well, yeah, everybody knows <laughs> Oive. You, okay, anyway. Uh, so don't yuck my yum. Okay, it so really it's a started, term? It really started as a way to encourage people to eat different kinds of foods, which is why it was don't yuck my Got yum. Got it. That makes sense. Right? So like I... As the good New York Jew that I am, love chopped liver. Ew. Don't yuck my yum. Ew. See? Okay. I'm trying to think of an example of something <laughs> that I would eat that you won't, but the only thing I can think of is stuff you're allergic to, so that doesn't really yeah, count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. And then, of course, another, as you think about this, another phrase is your mileage may vary. You've heard that one, right? What What are you looking at me for? I mean, that? The, uh, literally the only one I've ever heard is um your kink is not my kink you need to get out more uh, lady i get out plenty <laughs> yeah your mileage may vary because when we talk about for instance i'll talk about bruising right mm-hmm. i just actually answered a question on reddit when somebody said they wanted bruising what should they use to get bruising and people were all saying oh use this toy it'll give you bruising use this toy it'll give you bruising actually this is the perfect example your mileage may vary because on person a that toy may bruise them but on person b it's very possible that toy will not bruise them because your also, mileage may vary. Wouldn't it also depend on placement? Well, it's even if you even if you took two people, right? You hit them with the exact same toy in the exact same spot with the exact same um, force. force. Doesn't mean their bruising is going to be the exact same. Hmm. Because their with mileage me. may vary. Thank you. Okay. So now do you understand? Yeah, but by the way, it's not that I don't get out much. It's just that I'm not stuck on my phone doing social media all day, like some people. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm judging you. 
You know that's that Snickers commercial? You're getting <laughs> you, what's what's the equivalent with coffee? <laughs> it's not hangry. Hursty? Hursty. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. It would be hold on. No, no, hold on. It would be thang thangry? Because thirsty, angry, thangry. Hursty and thangry. All right, guys, vote. Hursty? No, Hursty's wrong because the H is from the hungry. So you can't put the hungry and the thirsty. Okay. So it's it's thangry. Thangry? Thangry. What's or we could put a C because you need coffee. So you're you're kangry. <laughs> I was going with changry. Oh, but why C-H? Coffee is not a C-H, it's a C. But I was, because hangry, hungry, hungry for coffee. Anyway. <laughs> You're going to speak here or you're just, I'm just running the show today because you no, you're, you're tired without coffee. You're good. All right. Thanks. I'm just I'm just being stupid today. <laughs> That's it. No, don't, now don't get down on yourself. You're not, it's not stupid. You are not a stupid person. Okay. You are being silly. Surprisingly chill. I am. Because you're not normally this chill. How's that? Okay. Is that better? We'll go with that. You're, you're extra chill today. I am super chill. Okay. You've had coffee. You've had an orgasm. You have not had enough sleep. The combination makes you very chill. Yeah. I'm kind of out of it right now. <laughs> All right. So thank you for joining my podcast today. I'm just going to be I am, sitting here in I the am, background making comments. That's, that's literally going to be my job today. I am Princess Rara and I am finally totally in charge. Except for the whole audio editing. Part. Yeah. So I, I have can to easily be. delete you entirely. I'll be nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> for now okay okay so judgment happens all the time whether we like it or not whether we do it on purpose or not like me i think as humans we judge right that's just the reality i cannot imagine that anybody who's listening has never once looked at something in the kink world and judged didn't we do an entire episode on judgment we might have i know i talked about wanting to we didn't do a, an episode specifically on judgment. We did the kink is not a competition. But uh, yeah, we talked about judgment in there because judgment comes up a lot in life, but specifically in something so off center as kink. Yeah, yeah that's true. But, uh, you know, and, and I constantly have to remind you that kink is not a competition after that episode. She does, because I just want to point out that, you know, my birthday episode did really, really, really well. And I keep pointing out that one, kink is not a competition, so she needs to chill the fuck out. But is out. that kink being competition or is that podcasting? Um, we're on the same damn podcast, lady, so you should want the, all the episodes <laughs> to do well. You do just want mine to do a little better. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, get, very I'm, done. I'm very competitive. I'm done. <laughs> this is my thing. You judge me. Uh -huh. I compete against you. But I'm it's not competing thing. against you. So. I don't need you to compete against me. I'll do it all by myself. Oh. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> okay. All right. Back on track. Judgment. It happens. We judge each other. It, it just, it's natural. It's human, right? I mean, come on. Some, some of you, uh, perhaps, I don't know if the male identifying people do it as much. I know very little about non-binary, I'll be honest with you, but I know my female identifying friends. Sometimes we sit off in a corner and we are a bunch of judgmental bitches. Uh-huh. We right? have a we have a private chat mm -hmm. the, where I just get to be like, why the fuck did this person just say that in this 
chat of like 2,000 other people that we're in and we just find something and we're like, wait, what? Hey, no, yeah. that's not right. I mean, yes. In a perfect world, would we not feel or think those judgments? Absolutely. It's not perfect. We're, we're not perfect. We're human. The trick is when you feel and think those judgments, what do you do about it? Do we go up to those person and say to them whatever judgmental thoughts we're having and spew it out? Or do we just, I know I let it out, I'm over it, and I move on. But I still accept the person. I still accept the differences. I don't think I'm superior to them because of those differences. I just have to talk about the fact that it's different. And a lot of times the judgment comes from not understanding, right? That's why I will ask a lot of questions. I will admit for the longest time, I completely judged those people who are into water sports because I think it's gross. I think it's yucky and I don't understand it. You're not supposed to yuck somebody's yum though. Well, that's why I have put in the time and the effort to understand why somebody would do that, what they get from it. And I will say that doing that, I can't say that it's changed my mind to the point that I have any interest in doing it. I still have zero interest in doing it for a lot of reasons. But I'm a lot less judgmental now toward people who do that because I understand better. And I think that's where it comes down to. If you if you feel that judgment, if you're looking at something, acknowledge that you feel that way mm-hmm. and try to figure out why. Is it because you don't understand? Is it because you are honestly ignorant about the subject matter? And take the time and learn about it. Well, so another example, I make fun of you for blood play all the time, right? Right. It's our thing. I understand why you do it. I've talked with you about it. I've talked to other people about it. I'm still going to be like, oh, hell to the fuck no about it. Mm -hmm. But I I know what you're doing. I know why you do it. So fine. You do you. I'm going to hide under a blanket every single time. And that's fair. And I think it's it's asking those questions. It is accepting that differences are going to exist, but those differences doesn't mean they're threatening. The fact that you are different than me is no threat to who I am. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take away from who I am and what I do. And so we also need to keep in mind that when you see those differences, they may challenge your personal self. It may be uncomfortable, but that's just to be expected. That's just what happens. Yeah, I've, I definitely found that in the case of water sports is I felt really, I felt bad that I thought so poorly and was so judgmental because you do, you get it in your head. We talk all the time. Your kink is not my kink and that's okay. And you're not supposed to. We pride ourselves as a community of being not judgmental. And yet here I am judging. Like what kind of person would let somebody else pee on them? That's nuts. And so it really made me uncomfortable that I was thinking such negative thoughts, that I was being so judgmental, that I was in my head looking down on somebody who would let themselves be used that way. And it was, you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up. And choice of words there. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Just just saying. Unless that's your kink, in which case, okay. But, but in it's our definitely context, not my still kink. poor choice of words. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so I can I can give a really I can give an example here. Okay. 
I had a long distance thing going and we mostly did stuff over voice chat and whatnot. This person's kink was to be made to come and then he would have to eat his own cum. Okay. Okay. He liked to be noisy about it. Okay. I did not like hearing it. Okay. So he doesn't know I did this, but I would put the headphones down. You basically mute him. Yeah. I let him do what he wanted to do. I put the headphones down. And then you I, don't have to hear it. And then I don't have to hear it because it's it's definitely not a thing of mine. Like it goes into that whole bodily fluids thing. Can't do it. It really, it really grossed me out. Like not even squeaky. I mean, I was like, no, but that's that person's choice. That's that person's kink. And I was like, okay, um, good job. Good job. You did it. You made Mr. So proud. That's what you have to do. You have to, it, it is our responsibility to practice tolerance, find ways to work through those feelings you have without yucking on their yum. I've heard that tolerance is not entirely the right word anymore because you don't want to just tell somebody, I tolerate your difference. Okay. That makes sense. But at the same time, I don't feel the word acceptance is good either. I think maybe if you want to strive to acceptance, Mm -hmm. it's like you start, I think to me that is a spectrum. So you start with the, you start, your first goal is to tolerate. Yeah. Now your next goal is to move along that spectrum to acceptance. I don't know what the word would be in the middle of that. I kind of feel like there is something, but somewhere between tolerance and acceptance, there's got to be something. Probably. Maybe somebody knows I it. can't think about it right now. I, I can't need either. more coffee. But it's, yeah, I mean, look, I started with the, with the uh, water sports. I started tolerating it. I mean, but I was fortunate and it never happened in front of me. I got it. Yeah. I got the word. I'm ready. Respect. Absolutely. I don't have to like tolerating it, telling somebody that your stuff is, I will tolerate you. That's a little, that's mean to me. But yeah, it usually has the undertone of it's, I'll it's, tolerate it because I have to. Right. I don't, I don't think that's the right word, but I'm not ready to accept some of the other things, but I will, res- I can respect your choice. Now, here's what, what do you do in situations where you can't really respect their choice? Is that okay? Mm. Are you talking about like somebody's choice to engage in like Nazi play? Yes. Okay. I figured that's where you're going with that. That wasn't the exact example, but it's a perfect example. Okay. Um, I mean, that's, this is an interesting, this is where it comes down that's to. That's so, you're on the bottom end of the spectrum. I guess, would that be the tolerance? I one? don't even think I can tolerate it. Okay. I guess for, I guess I shouldn't say that. I can tolerate it if you don't do it in front of me and you don't tell me about it. Like it, you want to talk about ignorance is bliss. This is going to be my ignorance is bliss. You get to do what you want to do, but I get to choose not to see it or know about it. Yep. And here's because here's the reality. If I know you're doing it, even if I don't see it, but I know you're doing it, I am going to judge you. I am going to make assumptions about the type of person. What kind of person are you to want to play, to role play in in something that is so horrific? Okay. So, but what happened to your kink is not my kink and that's okay. I, I'm a work in progress. Well, so that brings me to my, to the a point. When is judgment fair? I 
don't know that judgment is ever fair, but it is what we do. We're humans. I don't know that it's ever fair because in a, well, in a perfect world, you should get to do what you want to do and I get to do what I want to do. I guess when it crosses the line with what, when what you do starts to affect me, mm-hmm. then there is, there is a difference. But if you can do your kink without telling me about it, without me having to see it, then does it affect me? Not so much. So, but I think it's perfectly fair for you to be able to judge somebody that because of your personal history. Because knowing about it does actually affect you, does actually affect your opinion of the person engaged in it. Yeah, I don't know that I could be friends with somebody who thought that type of a kink was okay. The same, And, and we've talked about a lot of crazy kinks recently. Yeah, that episode... When we talked about controversial kinks, absolutely. But we didn't really, I mean, look, I made my, I made my thoughts and feelings very clear about that and I can't hide it. I mean, if you know I'm Jewish, you're probably going to assume that I'm not going to be okay with Nazi roleplay. So I've got a word that I judge people for using a lot, very, very heavily, and I can't stand it. Does it really affect me personally? I don't know, but I hate the word. And I will make it very clear that if you use this word around me, I I basically shut down. Retarded. Yeah. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. It's not even the whole, you know, you're being PC, you're not being PC with that anymore. No, it is straight up disgusting. If you go around calling somebody like um, running around and be like, oh, that's gay or oh, that's retarded or the new one apparently is, oh, that's racist. What did they freaking do that was gay or retarded or racist? They poked you with a pencil? Well, it's interesting. Being being the old lady that I am, I grew up in a time where we used the words retarded, we used the words gay, and we used them as an insulting thing. If we call if we said, "Oh my god, that's so gay." We were not being complimentary. No. And if we said that is so retarded, we were not being complimentary. And I re- we also used to talk about, "Oh, they're those are they're short bus people." Yeah, right. That bugs the shit out of me. That w- that that's how that's what I grew up, and that was the norm when I grew up. And we didn't think twice about it. We've since learned and have been taught, and I know I don't use those terms anymore. Yeah, but there are still people that do it that are younger than you, and they should know better. And this is a mass. It's not even a kink judgment. This is just a massive life judgment on my part that. Does it hurt me personally to hear somebody else call somebody, not me, retarded? But I think it does hurt you personally. I'm, I'm just saying, it's. I'm not. I'm not handicapped. Mm-hmm. You want to know who is? I mean, Rara already knows. I'm asking the audience. My little brother is actually mentally and physically handicapped. So growing up with a, with a person that I was, you know, helping to raise, I, obviously, clearly, I'm only two years older than the guy, but... I was, I helped. I was around him my did, whole yeah. life. He's, he's my little brother. He will always be my little brother. Mentally, he is eight years old and he will stay there. Is he stupid? Hell no. And when people say it, it, it upsets me because they're, they're literally calling him stupid by saying this other person is stupid by calling them that word. It's a whole circle thing. But am I personally being attacked by someone calling someone else this word? I'm defending someone else for it. Yeah. But it's not me personally. So 
when when you see somebody else's kink that you don't like and you judge it, are you personally being affected by this kink happening? Most of the time, no. But as I said, for, in, in your case, if, if, if for in me, the case of that one, yes. For me, knowing having having known Holocaust survivors, having seen people in front of me with numbers permanently tattooed on their forearms and listening to their stories of what they went through and knowing that, you know, there's a saying in history, you know, you need to learn history so it doesn't repeat itself, right? Yeah. So as a Jew, I'm always very much aware of anything anti-Semitic because I don't want that happening again. I have Jewish children. God willing, I'm going to have Jewish grandchildren. I, I don't want this to ever happen again. So it does affect me. But I get that it doesn't necessarily affect the person next to me if they're Christian. And it's different. And well, historically speaking, it should affect everybody. It but it should. But right. in the current situation here now, um, give me give me another one. Water sports. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to that one. Your blood play. Okay. Oh, that's a good question. So your but your blood play does actually personally affect me. It does. Because I'd faint. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally triggering to my health. Right. Which is why I don't I don't do it and say so sad, too bad for you. It's like, Dara, here's what's gonna happen. Be prepared. Let's make accommodations for you. And she prepares me for months in advance. Right. And I do because <laughs> because I respect the fact that it will affect you. Mm-hmm. Now, does it, but I still want to be able to do it. So how can I do what I want to and minimize th- your effects? Right. Now, yes. Could I do it when she's not around? She Absolutely. Does. But here's the reality. I do it only at parties. And 99.9% of the time, if I'm having a party, Dara's there. I think I've missed like two total. Yeah. And I think it was either you had a conflict or you were sick. No one. Well, the conflict was I was out of town. Yeah. That that one holiday party you had, I was right. already out of town, uh, which is why Rara has moved her holiday parties to the beginning of December and not the <laughs> end of December. So I am in town now. Um, but it's it's an interesting question because I don't I judge it because it's Rara. I'm not judging blood play as a whole. I'm judging it because it's Rara and it's funny to me. But her kink, actually, that one in particular does affect me. Her getting punched, no, I just like making fun of her for it. That one's funny. And I've participated in it. She did. At my birthday party, she did get to hit me. I did. It was fun. (laughs) See, hitting is fun. Okay. But so for Simple Beauty, for her birthday. Right. That one time when she had, the tradition in our circle is everybody gets in a hit. We do this for just about every birthday. Yeah, the birthday spankings. The group participates. except mine. But- we had Simple Beauty was bent over the horse thing one time, mm-hmm. and I took off my spiked bracelets, put them on her butt, and then gave one big smack so that the spikes kind of dimpled into her butt. Yes. Which was extra special. and Exactly she, what she loves. Ex- she loves it, but there was no blood because they were somewhat dull spikes. They weren't like No, you only spiky. made me bleed. No, and that was an accident. <laughs> And we didn't realize it until an now, hour later. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> interesting. But um, so the bruising does not personally affect me. I like making fun of you guys for it, but that's because I have your permission to do so. Like we have already stated many, many times. I just want to make that very, very clear. Yes. She and I'll say it again. She has my permission to tease me about these things. But the the blood one 
actually affects me health wise. Right. Which is why I don't say so sad, too bad for you. And I'm, and I work on making accommodations. So I will give her warning way in advance that it's going to happen. Then when it's about to happen, I say, okay, Dara, get ready. We're about to do this. And if (laughs) I need people in the room, hand me a blanket. (laughs) And if I need to wait a minute before we start so that she can either leave the room or hide under the blanket, then I wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You're actually, yeah, everybody in the room was very good about that. People passed me a blanket. One person tried to crawl under the blanket with me. Oh, I didn't company. know. Oh, to keep you, I didn't know yeah, that. That's and then, so sweet. Uh, and then I was like, dude, it's like really hot in here. Could you just <laughs> not? You're like breathing on me. Go away. I'm good. And not in the good way. No. <laughs> but I mean, it, it works like that. So if you have an issue with something because of health reasons, like I do with Rara's blood play, fine. Accommodations can be made. Push come to shove. Don't look. Yeah, that's an easy enough one. Um, but if it's something else like the Rara's water sports issue and you're just like eh, kind of squicked out by it, you could either A, not look or B, learn about it. Though I have to admit, see, so in, in the olden days when I first started, mm-hmm. it, th- I mean, it was a hell. Wait, olden days. It was like seven years ago. I know. I'm joking. Go with me. Go with me. Bitch, I've been doing this for t- close to 20 years. Talk about olden days. And yet I'm older than you. So go figure. Okay. Yeah, you got you were a late bloomer with it. I was, but I made up. For, I made oh, up for you lost made up time. For Definitely dive in right. First, but when I first bottom. started, it was like hell to the no, and I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to see about it. Then I started hanging out with a group of kingsters who were into it. Simple beauty, for example, and I've had really amazing conversations where we've talked it out because it's really. As we said, it is a responsibility to practice tolerance and acceptance. It is my responsibility to conduct my conduct myself easy with, for me to say, conduct myself with grace, tact, and respect. Yes. And it is my responsibility to work through any discomfort I have so that I can learn more and understand. And we have had conversation after conversation after conversation about it. Do I understand it more? Absolutely. Do I want to do it? No, but what's interesting is, is I used to not want to do it because ill, right? Ill, right? Ew. Now, if you ask me why I don't want to do it, I can give you a much better, more in-depth conversation about it. Well, I can, can you, tell can you, you like sum it up a little bit. Well, I don't want to do it because to me, it is humiliation. You are treating me as if I am nothing more than a toilet. I am not even worth anything other than something for you to pee on. Okay. And and humiliation is a hard limit for me. Yeah. You're not into it. I am into humiliation. However, I still will not be peed on. Right. For a totally different reason. But that's what I'm saying. But by doing the research, by putting in the time, by putting in the effort to learn about it, I can now actually give you a very thoughtful, considerate reason for why I won't do something versus ill. Why can't you just say because it's not my kink? I could. But when we get into conversations with people, like if somebody said, if somebody would then ask me why, because some, I mean, have you never had that where you tell somebody that's not my kink and they go, why? In, in regards to something on the more extreme end, no, nobody has asked me why. All I would have to do is say, that's just not my kink. Nobody questions it. Well, that may also be because some things like blood play and water sports, a lot of people have that as a hard limit. Mm -hmm. While, if you tell somebody I don't do impact because I don't do pain, you're going to find less people 
who have that as a hard limit. That's it doesn't true. mean they don't exist. It just n- percentage wise. And I have had people try to get me into it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not even talking about you. <laughs> I am literally not even talking about you. Okay. I've had people say, well, can you try it? I'm like, no, I'm not going to try it. Well, why don't you want here? Just this one thing. I got this new toy. You want to try it? The one time I said, okay, yeah, sure. What the hell? Why not? They hit you too hard. Never fucking again. Yeah. Never fucking again. I bruise like a peach. I have the most. Do you know you will make all impact bottoms jealous as hell with that statement? Well, it's yeah. I'm just saying. Lucky me. (laughs) I'm just not into it. (laughs) I can't. I hate it. The concept of pain, like doing anything for me, like, yeah, I can do that. No, to me, that's a that's just no, I don't like it. I don't like pain in any form whatsoever. You're entitled. I, I Okay, so. Funny story, not so funny, but you might get a kick out of it. Okay, have you ever done that thing where you're going into a theater and you accidentally miss the chair? No. Okay. So (laughs) I can't say I have. Please God, have somebody else listening to this have experienced this before. I knew Ra Ra would get a kick out of it. She's about to fall off the chair backwards and wreck the studio. Because I'm getting a mental image of you sitting down and bloop, you've missed. Well, like. I and you are not a small person. No, but I am also not a graceful person. <laughs> that is true. I am. Cl- what, what is the word? Klutzomania. <laughs> I am just. No, if if there's something on the ground, I'm going to trip on it. If there's nothing on the ground, I'm going to trip on it. <laughs> you trip on air. I hate that girl. I have tripped so many times just walking my dog down the street because the the sidewalk wasn't level. Okay. Most sidewalks aren't, so that's sad. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what the hell I tried. I see on. why you have to hold daddy's hand when you cross the street. That's why. <laughs> there could be a pebble in the road. I, if it's oh, me, I'm no. going to trip on it. <laughs> and then I'll go down and daddy will have to pick me up. That's why there's the rule. <laughs> also, I don't pay attention when I cross the street, so I might get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. These are there's legit safety reasons. reasons for him making this rule. I said anyway. So the time you missed the chair. Okay, so the time I missed the chair. I don't know if I tripped on my own foot or if there was something on the ground in the theater. Um, I tripped and I missed and I hit the back sort of side corner of my thigh on the corner of the chair. Ouch! On the wood part that sticks out. Yeah. Ouch! And this was like auditorium seating. It wasn't like soft theater armrest. No, this was wood shit. That bruise, that, that, that shit didn't even show up for a solid week and a half. That's how deep it was. And then it was there for about a month and a half, two months. Dear God, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was a hard hit. See, this is why you need to get into impact because then you will end up with leather button. It won't I don't happen. want to take the time to get there because I will have bruises for three months and I won't be able to do anything and then it'll stop. And then I'll be right back where I started. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm I just know. staring at her right now. And she's, she's I'm gonna like go. uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to be. It's my turn to be the podcast dom. Okay. okay. But I mean, there was a point to that. I know. I, this is you why don't I like can't impact. Do this is why I can't do it. And that's. And guess what? You're allowed to. Okay, good. That's right? okay. It takes courage to act in a way. That is who you are. I'm going to bite your finger. Quit pointing at me. 
despite criticism from other people. She's you're still sticking pointing. to your. I'm not pointing at my laptop. <laughs> it, it takes courage to stand up for what you want and don't want, despite. I'm sure the criticism you get from other people and the judgment you get from other people, like how the fuck can you be a kinkster and not do impact? Right? Yeah. I've gotten that. Okay. But it also takes faith to let other people be who they are without judging them. I mean, the fact that you don't do impact, I don't understand it. To me, it's so much fun. <laughs> but in your case, I 100% accept it. It's not tolerate. I accept that's who you are. The same way you accept the fact that I don't do electro. Okay, but here's the thing. You did do it. I tried it because in my head, look, there's some things I don't have to try to know I don't like, right? I don't have to try water sports to know I don't like it. You don't have to try blood play to know you don't like it. No, clearly that one wouldn't work for right? me. But in order for me to really say yes or no to electro, that I need to try. And I have tried it probably four or five times. And it's not, it's not that I'm like, Ew, I hate it. If I never did it again, I would, oh, no, I could never ever do it again. If, if for whatever reason I need to do it again, like I've been talking with Bobby and Dara about doing another type of electro scene. Yeah, because it's, it's just not for me. It's not like, ooh, I love these. Because I have a feeling that the deeper, stronger, not as, um, sharp version of the wand, the mechanical one would be more your speed. Probably not something you'll ever have as a kink, but something you would probably enjoy more just to have the experience. Yeah. And, and that to me is I will continue to do it occasionally because it makes Dara happy and I like to make Dara happy. And honestly, I'm always looking to challenge myself. Also, and we haven't done any of the internal stuff. No, we haven't. And I've been talking to Bobby about doing the scene like he did with daddy that he, he and daddy the, the did the staples and then doing the oh, electrifying yeah, the staples he's, he's learned how to do staples right yeah okay so he well, actually- and i can also do it myself because i can i mean i staple myself all the time mm-hmm. it's just he was bobby felt that putting it on your back and by your collarbone is it shoulder bone collarbone whatever it is collarbones in the front shoulder blade is in the back then by the shoulder blade um made it more intense yeah so that's where he put it i might start off with it on my thigh Mm-hmm. And, and, and for that, I would definitely use the, the more thuddy sensation rather yeah. than the sharp one because it's all, you already have a sharp sensation. You don't need to exacerbate that. Right. So anyway, but this is, this isn't just a kink that Rara has just gone, ew, hell no, I'm not doing it. It's not a kink that she's ever going to accept in herself. She's not even going to have this kink. Right. I don't. It's just something she's like, um, I'm going to experiment with it and just to have the sensation. So that's okay, too. You mm-hmm. don't have to have that kink in order to experience it. All right. Ready, Dara? So we've been talking about your kink is not my kink and that's okay and not judging each other. Right. Let's flip the coin for a minute and talk about when it is okay to judge. Didn't when- I already ask that question? I swear I said, when well, is we, it okay? We did, but we're going to talk, but we didn't really, the examples that we gave were more personal. Right. Okay. Let's talk from, from a community standpoint. Okay. Okay. Because let's face it, on any given day, you may run into somebody who is using the your kink is not my kink and that's okay to justify abuse. And that 100%. Go ahead and judge the shit out of it. All right. And this is where, yes, you walk a fine line. 
is what they are, is what they are doing abuse versus not abuse. I mean, there are some people who have humiliation kinks, but like Dara does, right? Mm-hmm. But I've seen humiliation scenes where I've had to walk away because it was breaking my heart to watch. I watched an impact scene where he was hitting her very hard. She was hysterical crying and begging him to stop. But what, at, like she forgot her safe word or something? She wasn't using a safe word. Okay. She was just going, no more. I can't take any more. And I I asked the people around me, this couple. Yeah. Is this is this kosher? Is this okay? Is this kosher? <laughs> is this is this a case of that's their scene and that's how it works? I watched a scene once with um a friend of ours, and I think no, it wasn't in it wasn't it wasn't here, it was in another dungeon, and she was hysterical crying hysterical and i had to wonder what's going on is this a case of your kink is not my kink that and it's okay or is this a case that this has gone too far and i need to step in and i found out afterward it was interesting so the 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 one with the couple that i saw i just wanted to walk over to this woman stand in front of her the couple in the dungeon or the couple friend of yours couple in the dungeon okay the random stranger random stranger couple I wanted to just walk over to this woman, put my arms around her and, and hug her and give her comfort and yell at the dom to go away and leave her alone. I didn't because there were enough people who knew this couple to know this was okay. This is how they seen. If so she, if it she, was one of those cathartic beat me until I cry scenes? Yes. And I saw them afterward as he was giving her aftercare. Mm-hmm. And I saw how loving he was and how he praised her. And how sweet he was and kind. And it was just more proof that, yes, this was not an abusive relationship. This was their scene. And I went up to them later that night and I spoke to them and I told them this story. And I said, I just wanted to go up and hug her. And the husband said to me, he goes, next time, do that. Really? Yeah. He said, here's what here's what he recommended. Not stand chest to chest with her and hug her while he'll keep hitting her back. What? Yeah, and she would love it. Interesting. You have you never seen couples where you've got two people hugging front to front, and then a third person is doing impact on the back? No, because I feel like to I would well I wouldn't step in on that because I'd be afraid they miss. Well, you have to make sure the person you're doing it with knows what the but hell they're wouldn't doing. You need permission from the couple beforehand to do that. Well, I think the point B is it would be. Next time, like if he's going to do a scene, we could talk about it beforehand. He was just letting me know oh, okay. that this was a possibility. Um, the friend who I saw who was hysterical crying, I talked to her. I don't know if it was that night or a later date. And once again, she talked about the fact that that's how she sees. It's very cathartic. She needs that. You know, I'm one of those people who don't. I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry happy tears. I cry angry t- tears. I cry sad tears. I can read a book and cry. I can watch a TV show. I can cry. I can I watch cry at commercials. Oh my God. The Folgers commercials when they, when sh- the son comes back from the military and mom wakes up and her son's downstairs. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you might, you might be too young to remember this. AT&T used to do these commercials where they would call after not speaking for forever. I, I'm, I'm a, I, um, I literally cried the other day at an SVU episode. See, yeah, because of how beautifully written it was. Yep, I I just cry easily, so I don't need a scene mm-hmm. to make me cry. And in fact, what's odd enough is that's a hard limit for me. Ah, yes. I I I don't want to be that vulnerable 
in public. But the problem is, is in the, these examples that I've given you, these it was okay that this was not my kink. Yes. But sometimes you will run into an example of where it's not okay. And what this dom or top is doing is taking advantage of their, their submissive or bottom, abusing their submissive or bottom, and the, just because they say, well, my kink is not your kink and that's okay. No, it's abuse. There's been a uptick on the one social media that I do follow, um, Reddit, where there's been a lot of questions. Was this abuse? Was this rape when it's supposed to be a BDSM scene? And it's the bottom slash sub that's questioning it. Right. Because they have C and C as a kink. So is that just, and, and is that just okay then? Right. Um, overwhelmingly, no. The answer is always no. That was not just BDSM. That was being taken advantage of. That was somebody who said, yeah, this is just the kink. This is how this kink works. No, it's not. If you haven't negotiated a safe word, no, it's not. And we'll get into that in a different episode because well, there's I th- opinions. I think, and the one example you showed me, she used her safe word and the dom claimed, well, that's not how you do C and C, so I'm ignoring it. Right. And so that's actually what I was going to get into. If we do that in a later episode, there is different oh, opinions. We on will that. definitely talk about that yeah. because I've done my research on that. So we'll definitely get into that. Oh, I know what my opinion is on that. My opinions actually changed. Interesting. Because I was taught one way. Okay. I don't want to get into it right, right? now. I don't but want to get here's into the it because that's going to ruin the there next is, There's a lot of gaslighting involved in this. This happened to me with Voldemort and mm-hmm. Polly, where I was told, but that's how you Polly. And then when you researched it, you were like, fuck you. That's not right? how you Polly. So it was my kink, Polly, may not be your kink, but it's okay. And that was used a lot from toward me to explain why he would do the things he did and why I should accept it because that's how he kinked. And so it was okay. And just because I wanted to kink differently, doesn't matter. That's how he did it and that's okay. And I think it is used a lot in gaslighting to try to get somebody to accept a way of doing things. That's not okay. So it's like a matter of ethics? Like, because ethics are very, it's pretty varied. I think it's a matter of abusers will always abuse and they will just find different ways to justify their abuse or to hide their abuse. And because your kink is not my kink and that's okay is such a huge deal mm-hmm. in the community. Like you wave that flag around and everybody's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm going to back up because you're right. Your kink is not my kink and that's supposed to be okay. And then they get on themselves of, why am I judging you? Why do I not understand? Just because you're doing it differently than I would do it, it, it should be okay. And so that's the tool that they use to hide what they're doing. So I know there was an instance where, um, and I'm I'm going to say something, and it's probably come back going to come back to bite me in the ass. But uh, we always talk about abusers, and they should know, and they're fully conscious of it, and all this other stuff. But what if there's a person that has absolutely no idea what they did was harassment? Well, there's abusers who know what they're doing, and then there's abuse because of ignorance. Because when I was dating my husband, well, boyfriend at the time, we had entered the DS dynamic. I was his, and I explained, you know, a bunch of stuff. But then 
in, I think I've mentioned this before, he randomly grabbed my boob in a parking lot. That was done out of ignorance. Yep. And that's a teachable moment. And, and boy, and, did I teach him. And what was his reaction when you taught him? Holy shit, really? I'm so sorry. Even um, him calling a random woman that he doesn't know, sweetheart. He calls you sweetheart all the time. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, whatever. That's fine. But he's in his 30s but, now and him but calling the local, a younger 20-year-old sweetheart. Comes the, cashier, across, the cashier at the grocery store? Yeah, that does not come across very well. Yeah. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. And... It seems to me that certain people would take something small like that and expand on it. And I I mean, there's a line. You know that when you're doing something is wrong, when that person says it's not okay. But there's also those small little things. Misogyny kink. He could be calling somebody sweetheart all the time because of misogyny. He could be calling me that. He doesn't have a misogyny kink, but I'm just using it as an example. And it just slips out. Look, we're human. We make mistakes. But if you're open to learning, if you're, you, as somebody who had with Voldemort being gaslit. Yeah, no, that was deliberate. Okay, there is a big difference between deliberate, doing something deliberately and doing something out of ignorance. And when I, and the difference is, let's say in this case, what he was doing was something out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. When I would say to him, this bothers me because of X, Y, Z, right? The difference between ignorance versus gaslighting. Ignorance says, oh, okay, I, I, I hadn't thought of it that way. Thank you for telling me. Which is exactly Let's what Daddy J did. sit down and talk about it versus gaslighting. You're wrong. You're new. You just don't understand this lifestyle. Yeah, huge difference. Playing a bit of devil's advocate with that story there. But um, yeah, right? Big difference. And so it's... Again, we walk that very fine line of is what I'm seeing just a your kink is not my kink and that's okay situation or is it I'm seeing abuse? And I wouldn't assume either one. If you see a situation like that, I would not assume one or the other. I would watch, observe, ask questions and learn. Seems like a good strategy. Yeah. Right. I mean, like in the, when I was doing my research, one of the examples that I was giving was about a dom who coerced six slaves into a level of submission that they were not ready for. We suspected this. We were afraid of this. But when we would try to talk to her about what she was doing, the dom's response was, your kink is not my kink. And that's okay. And if I do it this way, it's okay. But what about the slaves kink or the, what were, did you say slaves or? Slaves. Okay. Yeah. What about theirs? What about their kink? Well, that's what it is. I mean, it's, as we all know, the difference between kink and abuse is consent. And it has to be, as we've been talking about, sincere, active consent. Rock the sack. Rock the sack, babe. (laughs) Coercion is not consent. Ignorance is not consent. Gaslighted jesses are not consent. And none of that comes from the things that qualify for the your kink is not my kink ethic. Right. And and that's what's important. I heard a great example the other day. This is almost sort of off topic, but we're talking about consent. And I fell in love with this. I mean, I feel like that keeps with the theme. Right. So you know my thing about enthusiastic consent. I don't like it. Yes. Right. And this guy gave you a great example of of this. And I'm stealing it. So, and I told him that. So it's all yes, right. Yes, I, I, I saw you do that. Yeah. I have, I have permission to steal it. 
He says, when you have surgery, you have to sign forms where you give consent. Nothing, unless you're going in for like, you know, plastic surgery that you've been saving up for and want. There's nothing enthusiastic about that consent I'm not for sure surgery. There's even co- enthusiastic consent oh, for no, no, no. Surgery. I know people who've had their boobs enhanced, and that was very enthusiastic consent for that. <laughs> I um, I had something the other like a few weeks ago that I was like, yes, I want this done. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I was not enthusiastic at all. Right? Yeah. So th- I mean, here's an example of why enthusiastic consent isn't always good, but it was sincere and it's active. All right. And the problem is, is if you are being gaslit, you are not, even if you are enthusiastic when you say yes, your, your consent is based upon not even just erroneous information, but based upon lies. So it's not really consent. And, you know, getting consent should be everybody's kink. Consent is, consent is sexy. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think pretty much what I want people to walk away from this is that, yes, we're human. We are going to judge, but it is up to each of us as individuals to reflect on why we're judging and really think about it and do your research. And if you find yourself judging a kink, look into it, learn more about it, talk to people who are into it, understand why they are doing it, what they get from it. And I think, similar to me with the water sports, you will find yourself a lot less judgmental once you've got that information. Well, the other thing to do is look at yourself and why you may be judging that kink. Is it something personal for you? Is it something not personal? If it's personal, you're probably going to be less likely to go out and research it. I, I get it. If it's not, exactly what Rara said, look into it. Thank you for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it will be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife at the handle Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.